Welcome back to another Drama at Work episode. Thanks. Welcome back to you as well. <laughs> hey, Brian. I'm Luce. Hey, I'm Brian. Um, Hi, Luce. It's been a while since our first episode, a few <laughs> it weeks. Has. It's been a few weeks, right. Lots so, of drama at work. Always drama at work. It's, a, it's, a, it's always happening. So it's great to be able to sit here and talk with you about it. Um, well, that's good. I'm glad that you're not feeling too stressed out because I'm going to, I'm going to pop quiz. I'm going to ask you some questions. Sweet. All right, let's do it. So today's episode is about second chances. Right. Cool. So let's say you're working with someone and you discover that that person has a, has had, um, what is it? A DWI? They've been driving while under, while intoxicated. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I have some experience with this. Okay. Tell me (laughs) what happened. So, um, I was at a, a company where um, I had somebody who was working for me who was trying to hire a uh, an intern for um, for the for for, for like a, a summer intern from college. Okay. <clears throat> and in the process of of getting resumes and candidates, you know, we found some people we really liked, and, and we started doing phone screens, and we talked to somebody um, uh, over Skype from from they were at some school on the East Coast, and we we're going to come out for the summer. Um, and we got pretty far down the pipe with this, with, with this particular candidate to the point where we were ready to put an offer out to the candidate. And then, um, the, my coworker had, had for some reason decided to do a Google search on the name of this particular candidate and found a result that showed, uh, he had been convicted of a DWI and had been arrested with, uh, when he got pulled over and arrested for DWI was, um, found to have drugs on him as well. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> she came to me and said, hey, I just found this. I think we should, what do you think we should do here? And I, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't really sure myself, to be honest. I was kind of like, whoa, um, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> should we hire this person at this point? And I kind of asked her the question as well, and she felt like, no, we should. Huh. What was her reasoning? Um, I think she felt like that somebody that was, you know, somebody who would, I think the way she put it, if I remember correctly, I might be, you know, paraphrasing a, a lot here. <laughs> it's fine. But, um, we don't, we only have one listener. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> that's our friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. So <laughs> that's a good point. Um, so yeah, she said to me like, Hey, I, I don't think we should hire this person. I, I, I think, and you know, why is that? And the reason she gave was this just that, you know, when you have somebody who, will take on those kinds of risks, will do those things and make those kind of poor decisions. Um, they, you know, we don't want them on the team. Like that's somebody, we, we want people on the team to make good decisions. And, um, and ultimately we didn't move forward with the candidate. But as I look back and think about it, I kind of feel somewhat a, tw- a twinge of guilt too. Yeah, why is that? Um, I think because we were, we were kind of judging his ability to do the job based not on his skill set or what his experience was, albeit he was a college student, so <laughs> not a ton there. But it was but it was a judgment based on something that, you know, he did and obviously was a big mistake. Um but but it's not really a defining thing of his character. You know, you don't know that person. Maybe maybe there's been a sequence of those and this person is really not in a good place. And mm-hmm. if that was the case, hopefully they get help in some way. Yeah. But did you did you talk with him? Did you mention anything about this when we, we did no? not? No, okay. no, we didn't talk. We didn't bring it up. <clears throat> it was just something we found, and we decided, ah, let's go a different direction. We, we went with somebody else. Yeah. So it was it was one of those things. I think from his, it, he didn't know this, but 
he may know this to some extent that if you search his name that you can find these things out about him. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if he's, if he knew that was the reason or not, probably, probably doesn't know, but you know, I'm, I, I'd have to think anybody that Googles their own name and sees that has to think this is, this can affect me in helping me get a job. It can affect me in a lot of different ways. Sure. So, um, that's kind of another question of like how much to, you know, should, should folks who are interviewing someone Google the name or look up, you know, what, you know, try and find them in different places or, I mean, but you know, companies do background checks. They do. Yeah, totally. And I, I know lots of companies that have found stuff on Facebook and have said to employees, like there's a, there's a classic story I remember from back in the day with somebody who called in sick to work and, and, and had some, I forget what the excuse was. The person gave that called in sick for work, but actually they were, they were, um, they were going to a party <laughs> that <laughs> night or something like that. And they posted pictures on Facebook of themselves in costume at this Halloween party or something like that. And the boss saw it and commented, you know, hey, Ooh, <laughs> nice, constant, nice, nice costume. Maybe, maybe we'll it's see not you good. at work. Yeah, let's, let's talk when you get to work next day or whatever. Might not be good to be Facebook friends with your with boss. With your boss. <laughs> yeah, with your coworkers. It's, it is, it's an interesting question because I do think, yeah, like... Like, I, I don't want to know. <laughs> I, personally, I don't. Like, I mean, I, I am friends with, with coworkers on, on Facebook, but I... I'm not a big, well, this is my own personal thing. I'm, I'm just not a big social media person. I don't like putting details of my life out on this public thing. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm doing anything like I'm not proud of or anything like that, but it's like, I don't know. I, I just think that that, that is not a, I, I don't like the idea of broadcasting my life. Yeah. So no big political rants like this past no, year. Okay. No, 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 no. Gotcha. I, I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, let's move on. We'll keep going through. Oh, should we like keep going through the list? Yeah. Let's yeah, keep yeah. going through the list. Yeah. Okay. And then we can reflect. Um, what about if you learned that, uh, someone had stolen a laptop at their last job? Um, and like that you're working somewhere where everyone's like given like computers, like laptops and stuff. If I, if I knew that, um, and I was interviewing for this person, boy, um, it's, it's somebody, so it's, let's say it's somebody I'm hiring and they're not working there. They're not currently working at that office. And I know, I don't know how I would know this, if they stole a laptop their last job, but, um, would you like to do a reference check or talk to their oh, boss or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I find this out. And if I, I think again, knowing what I learned from that last, that, that last scenario, I would be much more hesitant to, to write somebody off at that point. I think, you know, I, if they, if I felt ultimately that they were like perfect for the job that they had demonstrated in that job, a, a good ability to do it and execute well, um, I think I would, I would want to give them a second chance. But what I would say is I would bring it up too. So mm-hmm. if I did find it out and I, and I, if I decided to move forward, like I could get that information and say, yeah, it's not the best candidate and this is definitely a strike against them. So I'm going to move on. Um, but I could feel like, oh, this is the perfect person for the role. They made a mistake. Let me ask them about it and, and see what they have to say about it, and use that to kind of under you know better inform my decision. Yeah, that's. I mean, when I was thinking about some of these issues that came up for me, of some we already have these hiring conversations, like the the behavioral interview where we talk about you know talk about this challenging th- you know thing that happened in your life, and we try and understand what they did and and how they learned or how they grew, yeah. and like you know maybe that's just like the kind of discussion you'd have around can they acknowledge that they did something wrong and did they learn something maybe, absolutely that kind of thing absolutely I, I think that's right and and I, I don't have any experience with this but I have to assume when people come out of prison and they get their first job out of prison 
you know, you, you can be convicted of a felony and you can ask that in an application. Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever been convicted of a felony before? And if so, what was it? You know, so you have to kind of disclose that stuff. So, and those people get jobs. It's, it's very hard, I think, but at some point they, they get back into the workforce. And so I kind of believe in second chances and I want to, I want to do that for people. Yeah. I think the tricky thing, especially with hiring is that there's this notion of reducing risk and this notion that the false positive is going to be really all this, you know, all this problem later, if we have to have these performance discussions or if, you know, anything happens. And so that's going to be the tension here with hiring. Right. So another thing that comes up in background checks is if someone has a restraining order against them. Right. Um, I don't know what that, does that change? Do you, do you, are you going to have the same discussion with them? I I don't know that that's a, yes, I, I, that's a, that's a different, each one. The thing is, is (laughs) each of these, issues that come up are, are kind of different in themselves. Like stealing something, that behavior is, is different than somebody maybe that has a restraining order against them. So if they have a restraining order against them, you know, I, and I find out about it, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. Like I, in my mind, what I'm, I'm trying to go through or what are the, what would cause somebody to have a restraining order put mm-hmm. against them uh, or put on them, um, you know, and, what pops into my mind is, is, is divorced. You know, when people get divorced, sometimes the, mm-hmm. the, the, it could be, there can be that kind of stuff going on. So abuse, all that type of stuff. So, <clears throat> um, again, I think that's, yeah, I, 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 that one, that one to me feels like right out in the line. I would be really <laughs> hesitant. Yeah. Well, because also, <laughs> so things like stealing a laptop or embezzlement or, yeah. You know, these things that are, well, one, they don't seem like they're directly hurting people in the same like emotional context, maybe, yeah. um, of maybe, maybe, a, maybe a DUI. If, I mean, if someone has personal, like a relative of theirs was hurt and, you know, right. that could be like emotional or like a restraining order could be emo- emotional. Right. Um, and also it just feels like maybe you bring someone on and you're like, well, we just need to watch them a little bit at first to make sure they're not yeah. like... They don't, they're not in control of this budget or something, you right, know, right, right. but it's like, you can't control whether someone's going to be working with other people right? or something, you know, like maybe that, um, that footprint's a little, a little harder to manage. Right. So that makes it a little, and, and also we're not, I mean, how often have you talked with someone about like a, like a restraining order about like personal, never, I mean, like we don't talk about people's personal lives at work period, first of all, whether it's, that's right. I mean, like not period, but, but certainly when it's like someone's getting divorced, um, that's not an everyday conversation. So even just having that conversation feels really weird. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that, yeah, between if you, it probably comes up more when you have a, an employee that goes through it, that's working for you right? and you'll hear about it through that. But, but in the hiring process, I, I think you don't really get a sense of, of the personal life very much. Yeah, that's interesting. I actually felt like I'd be more comfortable asking hard questions during a hiring process because you, you're in that little bit of that role play of, hey, we all know that this is going to be this interview and I'm going to ask these questions about your past and like ask these follow-up questions. Uh, and it's like a safe space for that in some way. Yeah. Whereas it would be so much stranger to learn something about someone when we're just coworkers. Right. When... Because, you know, there's two things you could do. If if you realize that you're working with someone and you learn some new piece of information that doesn't sit well with you, you could either, you know, ignore that. It's not a, none of your business and maybe limit your interactions with this person if it's like, I don't know, really difficult for right. you. Or 
or talk talk with them about it, I think. I don't know. That's like, what's all I've been kind of going over in my mind. Do you like kind of ask about it or is that just super rude? I, 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 it depends on what it is. Um, okay. And if, to be perfectly honest, I would not ask no. about it. Okay. If it, if it was something that affected the job or the ability for that person to work with me or whatever, but if it was, if it was a personal thing and, you know, that happened to them, if they want to talk about it with me, I'm happy to talk about it, but... Hmm. Um, maybe, maybe a good, what would let me be a give good you, example? Yeah, yeah, let me give you a good example. What if we learned that someone we work with had a, like, sexual harassment allegation? Yeah. And that's, like, you know, that's different than a, like a conviction is, you know, even is, like, a different, you know, right. thing. But just, like, an allegation where it's, you know, you don't know what really happened then. Um, yeah. I, mean, I guess a third option is you can talk to, talk with HR. I think that's a good, a kind good of, option. Yeah. yeah. And talk to them and find out what, what's, I think if there's an allegation that is, it, like, well, there's kind of a couple instances. It's interesting. There's, yeah. there's one of like, what if you're at work working with somebody and one coworker files a complaint? A oh yeah. Um, complaint. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm assuming this is all like in the past. Like, this is in the yeah, past. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I, that's, yeah. So yeah. Like you just learned that, like, I mean, it's one, like, what if you learned that your manager yeah, right. had, the, had like an allegation at a previous job? Right. Right. You know, it does, and then and you've been working with them, oh. say for say for three years. Right. So actually, you have you know, then you like might actually already have a lot of information, and that might be that would be way easier to learn about someone's past in some ways if you've already established a relationship with them. Then right. It's like after four months, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and would you then and talk to them about it, or or just talk to HR, or just be like, eh, deal with like gotta deal with this. Right. <laughs> I I, I, I I think for one, definitely you're going to be cognizant cognizant of it um like you know if 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 it's your boss and you know you find that out then you might be like wait a second you would i think i would immediately go back and think about all the interactions i've had and like have i seen any like instances of this happening of, of like yeah stuff that could be borderline and uh and worry <laughs> and then um but i still don't think i, I just me knowing me i would have a hard time saying to somebody, "Hey, I found out that you have a sexual harassment claim against you, or, or, um, at a previous job, and I want to talk to you about it." Well, here's but, how here's how one way you could go about it. This yeah. is like, and th- you know, this is where you have to know what kind of relationship do you have with the person, and you know, like, this isn't something I'd recommend for everyone, but I could imagine coming to someone and saying, being vulnerable about, "I have, I've had this." This has been a serious part of my life, you know, like a family member got killed in a DUI or, you know, or like I've, you know, being coming forward and being like, this is kind of a big deal for me. Right. And I'm just wondering if that's something that you would want to talk about. Just, you know, could could I take you out for lunch or for coffee and just understand what happened? I don't know. That does sound a little invasive now that I say it out loud. (laughs) (laughs) It's, 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 it's interesting. Yeah. Like I think. I, it depends on the person, I guess. Like I, I, you know, if I, I'm trying to think of myself as like a DUI person that, you know, if somebody came to me and I had been convicted of that and they wanted to talk about it, in some ways it's, I, I would welcome the conversation to be honest. I think if I was in that situation, um, because it gives me a chance to kind of tell my side of the story Yeah. and, and. And even you know, and and if I had been convicted of that and and done that, it's a it's a grave mistake. And when you make bad mistakes, like some of the best ways of addressing that is talking about it, yeah, admitting it, and kind of you know moving you know trying to figure out a way forward from it. 
Um, so I think, but with a coworker, it can be a little hard <laughs> with your therapist. Yeah. <laughs> it's, get, a, it's yeah. a bit different, right? But in some ways I do think, I, I do believe fundamentally like with human interaction and with just, just that side of it, like, yeah, there, there is a certain amount of, um, I, I see this relief. as, yeah, there's, yeah, which I wasn't even trying to get into the, maybe the relief from the person. I'm just thinking like, I think it's, I think it's okay to acknowledge that some trust may be broken. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, how would you rebuild that trust? And, right. and like, and like, it's not always, uh, it's not always the right thing to do to try and rebuild trust or to like, in, you know, and to invade someone else's space. Right. Um, but if it were like a close working relationship, like, I think it could be acceptable to kind of say like, I, you know, to admit that this is difficult, that, you know, that you're having a difficult time with it and to just ask, hey, is this something you would mind talking with me about for 30 minutes, you know, put yeah. a cap on it, um, you know, try and be respectful. But right. yeah, I don't know. That could be, I think that could be a really, I like, I would like to imagine that could be a really cool way for folks to kind of rebuild that trust or yeah. maybe, you know, maybe, or maybe it just takes, maybe you just have to, you know, process it, you know, yourself individually for some number of weeks before sure. you realize like, oh yeah, this, I know who this person is. We can work together. That's fine. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. What happens if it's something that you cannot work together with that person again? Like if that if what they did was you know if it was sexual harassment and they had you know done something yeah severe like, yeah like they were convicted or honestly for convicted. me restraining order could be like pretty I would say that is like pretty yeah. uh, questionable right you know like I would definitely feel distrustful around them in some situations for sure you know just like are they a bully or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like it depends. Like if you're if you're not seeing it, it's, I think it's probably you probably just kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Right, right, but right. But if it's like some confirmation bias or something happening where you're right. where you're like kind of questioning, yeah, and like especially if it's like someone who has authority over you. Right, right, for sure. If it's your boss and they've been convicted yeah. of something or they've done, they've been you know, then you then you may start to look for that behavior pattern or see it. You know, maybe see, look for it in ways we were looking for it before. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which could be, which could be good, but it also could be, like you said, uh, um, was it a confirmation bias? I think it would just also just be uncomfortable because it's al- yeah. it's already, um, you know, it's already tricky and difficult to yeah. wield power responsibly. So, like, right. I don't know. It just sounds uncomfortable potentially. But honestly, yeah, probably in those cases, um. Yeah, you would talk with HR or you would look for other job opportunities. Like you yeah. just kind of have to figure out yourself, what are you okay with? And right. if something really doesn't sit well with you, right. um, you know, look at what other options you have. Right, right, right. <laughs> if it's really that big, then yeah, you should. That's a, that's a good one. I think you would, I definitely think you can't expect the other person to like make things better or something. No, for no. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're in the position they're in and, and it was an allegation and or if it was even they, they were convicted and then they got really hired somewhere else i think it's hard to to expect them to kind of leave because of that they've already themselves have gotten through it i guess in some ways yeah this is really tricky you know because it's like sometimes um on the one hand folks who learn new information feel like they want like in a sense some kind of acknowledgement or apology or like you know it's like fresh for them and this other person is like i'm, I'm like done with it like i've done that um and I guess that's also the case, like if these, some of these things, if there are already, you know, like punishments or, you know, if someone's like served their time or, or dealt with the consequences right. of embezzlement or fraud or something, right. like they, they paid their dues. Right. You know, like that's, we've, that's what we agree in our society. That's so, right. That's right. That's so like, right. you know, yeah. let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 
that's where it's a different it's a, it's an interesting one there's there's certain things you can do that are I don't want to say forgivable, but you can pay your dues for. And then there are certain things you do that are uh, indicative of a behavioral pattern that mm-hmm. you worry about that it can come back again. Definitely. I think sexual harassment falls into that bucket. Yeah. I think the restraining order one does. But embezzlement and stealing for some reason feel like yeah. you can do those and then pay your crime, pay your dues and then, okay, you get to come back again. Yeah, they're just living the American dream. It's cool. <laughs> like role model. Okay, good. <laughs> So last one, last one is what if you learn that someone was fired for a performance problem? <clears throat> um, if I find out somebody's been fired for a performance problem. Um, yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, I think, again, it goes back to very a very similar thing to the the one we talked about where if we think the person really fits the job, they show the qualifications... Um, they seem like they're competent for it. Um, I think that if I then found out, oh, they had been fired for performance reasons, and then I would want, you know, hopefully you're getting that probably through some um, reference checks. The reference checks you'd want to then find out, okay, well, what specifically was going on in the performance, I think. And then once you, then you can kind of better triangulate, okay, is that performance related to the, you know, is it going to be, how, how is it going to impact the work that I expect them to do? And if, if it looks like that they're unable to do that work, then I think it, it would be a deal breaker for me. Um, but if, but if, you know, it, I'm trying to think of a good example off, off my head, like right off the top of my head that is, you know, here's a performance termination for performance and then you come they come back again like you can think of somebody who the, the, you know the peter principle right what's that and peter principle is when somebody gets hired into um, a, a role that's a little bit that's above what they actually can do um and it often happens when people get promoted into be like a management role and they start doing managing and it's just they were mm-hmm. a great individual contributor and now they're right. expected to be a manager <clears throat> and you get hired above what your skill set can actually do and then you can get determined for performance reasons for that reason. Yep. Um, if that person were to come back and say, hey, I want to get a job and I want to go back to where I was before, that could be a good example of where you may want to consider that, you know, the performance, the termination yep. of performance may not be applicable to what I'm trying to get them to do here. Yep. But if they were, if I'm expecting them to be a manager as well and the termination of performance was because of the poor management, then I think yep. that's where you have a... a yeah, that yeah, that's a good point. So, how much can one trust reference checks? Like, what makes a reference check a better story than like what the person say that you're interviewing tells? I I think it's 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 hard. I think that that's a great question. Um, part of it part of it has to be that you have to put you know you have to kind of take all of the sum of the you have to take all the parts and put them all together and, and kind of come up with what the value or what you think it is. Yeah. And I think the reference checks is just another input. And you know, depending on what that person's role was, what their experience was with that particular person and where they were at, those can all kind of color how much or or weigh how much um you you look at their feedback. So if they were coming from a company that maybe was a really you know, strong performing company, you think that that's a, there was a great manager there or it seems like there would be, you may put a lot of weight into that reference check and, yeah. and the opposite could be true as well. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking that, um, 
because I, I kind of am looking at these second chances for it's sort of also I'm thinking of like you know you want to punch up not down yeah so the two things of uh, one um, so going back to like the DUI case um, where you know are, are are some folks having like more sort of <laughs> more of a criminal record or more of a like you know they get they get stopped by police more often so like you know these like you know, driving with drugs or like showing up for some population versus others. And, you know, do you want to take that kind of context into account? You know, with any behavioral interview, you want to take context into account, whether someone's more likely to have certain opportunities or whether someone's more likely to not have access to those opportunities and sort of not that you're, you know, that you're changing your, your, your ultimate bar because of that, but you might be, um, like the classic example I would, I would think of is like leadership. Like some people just have more access to being in leadership positions than others, but you can look for leadership in other ways. Right. So like trying to understand, not, I don't know what you would do that, that information, but you know, uh, so yeah. there's like one, there's like one side of that of just saying like, have I, have I learned this information more unjustly about this person than like anyone else? Like, am I taking this out of con, like out, ah, of, out of perspective? Right. Right. You know, like that kind of thing maybe. Right. Yeah. 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 Like were you, were you, you mean like where you kind of um, like those seventy percent? Like those fifty percent of the office has fifty percent of the office driven while intoxicated at some point in their life? Well, probably so. <laughs> like, right. right? Like yeah. I don't know. So you probably know maybe more than fifty percent actually. <laughs> so this should this really be part of our like you know interviewing right uh, right criteria? no that's yeah <laughs> that's right I think that's right those, those it's all it, it's weird it's I feel like in a lot of ways it's, it's very dependent upon what the issue is itself like I, like we were saying earlier like the ones there are certain things that people do that I think are you know or like, mistakes yeah. and stuff like that but there are certain things that people do that are mistakes that are also behavioral patterns right and that's that's where I think you kind of have to think about the, the that context then a bit more yeah I just want to say quickly PSA yeah. driving while drunk super bad driving while texting awful get off the road. Okay, done. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> but no, okay. So the, the thing, going back to what you're actually saying, yeah, totally. The, and the, the way I see it in terms of sort of punch up, punch, punch down is looking at whether someone can acknowledge what they've done and like grow, grow from their experiences versus yeah. like just feeling, you know, if they're not handling that well, either, um, I guess largely if they're just like kind of ignoring what yeah. They're like ignoring the consequences of what they're doing and kind of just see themselves in like a more self-entitled way, I guess. Yeah. That's like, um, yeah, that's that, like suspect. That, that's suspect for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I think even with somebody who was terminated for cause, like, um, or, or, or performance reasons, I should say, um, that you can, and you find that out, you can even, you know, if, if you think that they're still the right person in the role, like we were saying earlier, like say they were a manager and they were a terrible manager. I think you can bring it up with them too and say, Hey, I got this in your reference check and I want to just address it with you to get your perspective on it. Yeah. Um, so if there is something you get in a, in a reference check that is, you know, a potential kind of block for the hiring that person, there is a, there is a, the, there is the them. option to talk with them. And yeah, I think that, totally. that goes back to like we were saying earlier with like, when you're already working with the person, it may be a little harder to bring up that conversation, but when you're in the interview <laughs> process, it's a lot easier to talk about yeah. stuff. And it's before you have the person on the team, um, you both have a lot of leverage. Like <laughs> that's when you, as an employee, getting hired or, or, or have your best leverage for kind of negotiating your salary and all these other things like that. But it's also the best time for the high, the, the person hiring to to get all of the right information to understand whether or not that's the right person for the role. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, is there anything else you want to? Oh, there was one more thing I did want to say about this, which is I left the performance one for last. 
because sometimes people have performance issues like while we're working with them and we go through a process and then, yeah. and like people do get second chances, right. uh, like all the time. Like that's, that's a great part of, you know, working with folks and developing them. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, even though to be honest with a lot of these issues, I do feel fairly like, oh no, like that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> at least idealistically, I, I think of, um, I think like second chances are good. Yeah, I do. I think second chances are good too. I definitely think there are lines in the sand for depending on the role itself that you can't, you can't really cross, uh, given a background, but it, it's all dependent on what the, yeah. what the situation is. Oh, and the other thing is to some extent when someone is new to a team and you're onboarding them, uh, I think it's good to set incremental milestones regardless of how awesome you think they're going to be. Oh. Like, like, like you can't, even though you've just interviewed someone and you know that they've had these past jobs, yeah. like you can't take anything for granted because you don't want to put the cart before the horse. That right. wouldn't set them up for success. So, right. you know, you can already, even if they just blow through all these, you know, incremental milestones and you're like, great, that was easy. That was great. They know that's the best case. You can kind of still do that to um, help develop that. Yeah. You know, that trust and right. everything. Sweet. Sweet. Nice. Well, second podcast down. Second podcast down. This was great. 22 to go. Awesome. If you have any questions, if you're, if you're in any work situations that suck or that are difficult or that you can't talk about at work, write us a note at ask.fm slash drama at work. Really hope that doesn't exist yet because I'm going to go create it right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a great outro. Like, hey, send us your questions. Mm-hmm. Contact us any way you can. Let us know what you think and let us know if there's a topic you'd like us to cover. Yep. And if you use ask.fm slash drama at work, it'll be anonymous. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So. Which is great. Yep. Perfect. <laughs>